Welcome to season four of TK's A Brigade. That's right. I'm your host, TK. As always, with my best friend, Chris. Hi. Something Something, Chris. Yeah, he said something, Chris. Yes, so we have been on this series for a while now. And uh, we are continuing from last season because last season we left off. uh, We were talking about 03, working for Kermit, his uh, Doe's old man, at Mayflower in Aurora, of all places. I mean, could your dad have gotten a job with the moving company in any other city in Colorado? Uh, Yeah, he should have stuck to like Fort Collins so we didn't have to drive so far. Because, I mean, let's be honest. He worked for Elon for how many years, bro? Like uh, A lot. Yeah, you and I both worked for that guy. Yeah. Half the movers in Fort Collins probably worked for Elon at some point. Easily. That guy was a trip. I mean, here's a dude that's got millions of dollars, and he doesn't even know how to run his own business. Like, And I'll say that with, yeah, I'll clown that dude all day. But That's his day, wife's but. business. Oh, wow. He's always owned it. I think he just runs yeah, it. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. He was, uh, yeah. I remember when your old man was the dispatch for, yeah, for for all of, or not for all American, for the for Exodus. And then he went down, started working for uh, Bob and Grant at All American. 03, uh, summer of 03. Uh, last week we were talking about your car, your neon. You had this dope neon. Tell me what happened to your neon. And if you have all the details you can share, I will shut up and let you talk. Oh, jeez. That car. Uh, it was stolen in broad daylight. We, I think we talked about that, didn't we? A little bit, but we didn't talk about how we found out that it was gone, and then the next day after we found out it was gone, where it was. Oh, yeah, because we had come back from a job, and I was just like, hmm, where's my car? I was like, oh, maybe I'm stupid, and I parked it somewhere else by my dad or something because he always made us park in the street and we were, yep. it was like oh it's probably in a, in a in a vault or something you know somebody playing a joke ha 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 you know boss's kid let's let's prank him i searched that whole property i never saw my car so then it became very real uh that it was uh, somebody else wanted it more than i did i still cannot think of that guy's name the one guy that was like Carlito's friend. He was yeah. also, I believe he was Puerto Rican as well. Yeah, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can picture his face. Oh my gosh. Like, yes, I know who you're talking about. If I could call my dad, I'd ask him because he'd know. But anyway. And like right at lunchtime. Yeah, right in front of my dad's office. Somebody <laughs> saw it. Oh, somebody saw it. That fun guy, um, uh, excuse of a mechanic, saw it. Remember? Oh, yeah. What is- yeah, that dude. Yeah. Cause he, uh-huh. He was, uh, yeah, that guy was, that guy was, I've never worked with somebody more worthless than that guy as far as his position and his role. But he stood there in one of the bay doors. I'll never forget this. And he watched the, the it was a Jeep that pulled up. Two guys jumped out. And he's telling us this story. And he's like, two, two guys jumped out. Uh, one dude ran around and jumped into the driver's seat of the Jeep. The guy that jumped out, the other guy that jumped out, uh, went up to your car, used a Slim Jim, popped it, jumped in, hot-wired it or whatever they did, and was gone in like 30 seconds. And he was like, I didn't know what they were doing. I'm like, you didn't know what they were doing, bro. They're stealing the car in broad daylight on the street. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, well, I, I guess I should have said something. You guess? Yeah. We were out on a job over in, uh, 
uh, we were we were in Wheat Ridge, and we got the call from the sheriff from the Aurora Sheriff's Department or the Aurora Police Department that said, "Hey, we found your vehicle. It's over here at uh, this uh, wreckage yard. You'd like to come and get any of your personal possessions out of it?" And you're like, "Well, what do you mean? Can I just come pick up the car?" And they're like, "Yeah, no, um, it's not even drivable." I took my subs. They took. They stripped that car. They stripped it down. They put donuts on all four wheels of that car. I mean, we're talking complete annihilation. And it was like one of those revenge kind of uh, thefts. It wasn't just like, hey, we're going to steal these things. It was like, because I love you, dog. But, you know, it was it was like a big F you. And that's why I agree with you that the guy that we think, we believe, we both believe was in part of it was one of the guys we actually work with. But... Here nor there. I think insurance covered most of it because you still owed on it. So insurance sure. paid for it. Those rims were dope. Custom made, custom painted. I believe that. I believe that. And I mean, looking back on it now, yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny, but at the time it sucked. And I think that was your kind of your exit because you started getting, um, you know, less and less interested in working at uh, at All American doing that grunt work that we did <laughs> i mean I'll, hold on let me back it up because the people we worked with it, it was fun um the the work itself sucked but yeah the people made it made it fun like um juan jesus all those guys um they made it worth it they made it fun. those guys so Jesus's brother, do you remember his name? Because Juan was uh, Jesus's or was the brother's son. He used to call me Baca. Do you remember the dude? But he had like gold teeth. But he was he would always make really suggestive um, innuendos. Do you remember that guy? He was Jesus's brother. Yeah, it's uh, Juan Jesus. I can't. Was it Julio? Was his name Julio? It wasn't Julio? Was that the guy Julio? Was it Julio that the Puerto Rican kid that worked? Was it was his name Julio? Uh uh-uh. uh no. No, okay. I'll know it as soon. And I'm actually, it's funny because while we're talking, I'm actually yeah. googling uh, popular Puerto Rican names. So Jesus's brother, right? That dude was a male escort. Did you know that? That doesn't surprise me. But dude, not just a male escort, like a male escort. Gross. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> he used to make jokes all the time, like. He'd be like, oh, I'm going to go find your sister, and then maybe um, you and me can hook up. And, and I remember one day uh, we were on the back of a truck, and he said that to me. And you remember Nofu? Oh, yeah. Nofu Coanda. Uh, that dude spoke fluent French. He was from Burkina Faso, Western Africa. But uh, I, I'll never forget him either because him and I almost went. We almost threw hands. But, no, he comes up to me, and he, he says, uh, he goes, you know that he uh, he's an escort. And I was like, what? What do you mean an escort? And he's like, he's an escort. Well, and I said, what's that? Because I was, you know, naive. Hmm. He says he makes money off of, um, you know, the adult entertainment side. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, but he's a male escort. And so it started to clink with me like, oh, gosh, this guy gets paid to, you know, yeah, he likes that. He likes to swing on the both sides of the fence. Anyways, he was a good worker. Yeah, he was weird. And his son was weird and. That whole crew, I mean, they were, again, they were fun to work with. Jesus, he was hardworking. I mean, those guys, you know, up until TJ getting uh, caught stealing computers, Jack Wagon, uh, he was fun to work with. Antonio. Antonio, yep. He was, yeah, he had a gold grill, a gold and silver grill. He did. 
So I'm thinking of the jobs that we worked and I'm wondering, do you remember the one job? It was you, me, and the same driver that I was talking about from this previous job. We took a one of those old Mayflower trucks up to, it was Strawberry Park. And it was that humongous house. The guy had marble on his garage floor. Uh, he made us wear booties into the house. It was that giant house. And at the end, he tipped us 100 each. Do you remember that? Uh, I kind of do, actually. He had a custom Harley Davidson that he spent fifty thousand dollars on chroming it out. Like I'll never forget that. I'm like, and I and the reason I remember that is because he told me he spent seventeen grand, and it wasn't just for chrome, but it was for customizing the bike. He spent seventeen grand on the bike, like just the bare minimum bike, and then spent fifty grand on just customizing it, and had fifty two miles on it. Jeez, I don't remember that. He had two master bedrooms. He had a master bedroom upstairs for the winter, and he had a master bedroom in the basement for the summer. It was eight bedrooms, eight baths. It was 12,000 square feet. And I remember asking him while we were moving, I said, what do you do, bro? And he's like, well, I tell people I'm in the carpet business. And I looked at him, and you're like, yeah, carpet. Is that what you do? And I'll never forget this because we were walking up his stairs and you're like, well, is that what you do to transport it? Because you're insinuating something. And he's like, nah, nah, not that kind. But my wife owns a pharmaceutical company and she re- her revenue annually is like a billion dollars. And he's like, this is the smallest of my eight homes. I have homes in the East Hamptons. I have homes in Miami and Vegas. He's like, I have more toys and cars than you can think of. And that dude pulled out a wad, probably, no exaggeration, I think it was like six or seven inches thick of $100 bills. Do you remember that? I don't. I'm going to have to give you a shock, man. Yeah, so it was a long day, and it was, dude, he had so much, and he was telling us, he was, he was telling us that he was moving his daughter in. She had just graduated from NYU, um, and she was coming to Colorado to start a law practice. So he bought this house for her. And she was moving out from New York. So everything that we were moving into the house was all of her things. And we're talking like a 12,000 square foot house. It had marble on the, uh, when you walk down the stairs going to go into the front door, it, it was all marble. And then his garage floor was laid with marble. Like this dude had money. He, I I'm he, still kind of shocked at you, how you remember all this stuff. Oh, dude. It's like I said, and I've said it before, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, I'll suppress really good memories, but I are not suppress. I will remember really good memories, but I'll also remember some really bad ones. Like, really just disturbing memories about my life. And so it's kind of the, yeah, it's kind of that balancing act. Like, do I really want to think about that crap? Not really. I'd rather think about fun things. And Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, you're good, man. Please interrupt because it helps me to uh, stay on track. Yeah, so that was one of the last jobs that you and I did because that was right around September, October. Football season started and you were like, Trev, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't want to drive to down there. So... I ended up, so that's 03. We get into 04. Uh, you were doing HVAC again. I was still working, moving. Um, the, yeah, just the moving into 04. I was living with Sean and Shannon. And in January of 04, we had a snowstorm in Loveland one night. And a crazy, crazy thing happened to me. Want to hear it? Yes. I was laying in my bed one night. In fact, as a matter of fact, I actually think I was talking to Matt Garcia. Now that I, excuse me, now that I think about it, like I go back in my mind, I think I was talking to Garcia. 
And we were just having, you know, random conversation about life. I don't remember exactly what the conversation was. But him and I were on the phone talking. And I remember, I think, the reason I remember this vividly, because um, hearing his voice the other day, talking with him on the phone, I was like, I, I, I can picture his face, right? Like, when you talk, I can picture your face. Sure. But I haven't seen Garcia in person in, like, 15 years, right? But I can picture his face. So... I'm thinking about this. So January of 04, I'm living in Loveland with Sean and Shannon, still working at Mayflower. You had, yeah, I think you had bought in a trailer in Johnstown. I don't know if it was, if you were quite there yet, but you uh, you and I had mended our relationship. You had been living with Jamie out in Milliken in that really nice house with the hot tub. and Oh, yeah, that Jamie. Rewind. Rewind. <laughs> I'm gonna rewind a minute. Oh boy. Because I wanna I wanna tell this funny I story. Knew this is coming. Did you really? What story what story am I rewinding to? Go right ahead and talk. And no no no. <laughs> Just give me a hint as the story and then and then I'll Does it I'll involve continue. water and heat and coronas. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So you were actually this is right before you quit Mayflower. It is really a funny story, guys. It is because so, <laughs> at the so, end of this nobody knew. So oh, that makes it funny. Yeah. Okay, so hopefully we're on the same page as, as far as what's funny to me because I there's a couple of things to this story I think were funny, but the one the one is it involves your old man. So if that's what you're, oh you no, remember? I'm talking about something totally different. Okay, well then maybe I'm, we're not on the same story. So you tell yours, and then uh, and then I want to I want you to tell yeah yeah. So two things happened. So you invite me over one night. You're living with this girl. She has a nice house in Milliken. Um, we're both working at Mayflower. And you had said, hey, come on over, man. I, she's got a hot tub, you know, and um, we can cook some grub on the grill and, uh, you know, drink some Coronas. And uh, I was like, sweet. You invite me over. She had this giant wood block in the center of her kitchen. I thought it was a cutting board. So whatever we were eating that night, and to be honest, I don't really remember. I think it was like uh, tacos or something. But I remember cutting up a bunch of whatever we were eating on this chopping block and you're like dude what are you doing i'm cutting food up and you're like bro that's not a cutting board that's like a centerpiece like a it's it's more for decorative look than actually cutting on dude my roommate's gonna be pissed and i was like oh man i'm really sorry (laughs) and so you're like oh man she'll be okay and you know so yeah so i cut some grooves into this cutting like block but you and I ended up having dinner, and then, um, yeah, we drank some Coronas in the hot tub and hung out, and, uh, you know, whatever, next day or two we go to work, and your old man found out about it, and he's like, what the hell are you two hanging out in a hot tub to? What are you, lovers? What are you two, turn <laughs> gay on me? Like, what's going on? And he he would, every time, <laughs> every time a hot tub, like, on a job would get brought up, like, as long as we were there. He'd be like, oh, you and Chris going to go hang out now in the hot tub? I'm like, <laughs> are you jealous, Kermit? Like, what's what the deal? So that's what I remember about the, that house. Now, I do have one other story, but I'm curious to hear, like, what memory of that house that you have. I thought that was just going to get forgotten about. Well, if it's too, uh, you know, if it's too tender for you. No, it's not tender. It's just fun. It's funny. Okay. So anyways, yeah, we're all hanging out. Me, well, I shouldn't say we're all. I should tell you who. Uh, it was me and Jamie, of course, because we live there. And she introduced me to her cousin, 
I'm not going to go for any names. Do I know the cousin? I don't know. I don't I don't think so, actually. And uh, so it's me, her, her cousin, and BJ. BJ. Oh, I'm starting to... This is starting to come clear. This is... You know, we, we do the same thing. Like, we're, we're cooking food, and, and we all eat, and... We all start having drinks. Oh boy! And we all go out. We all go out to the hot tub, and we're out there smoking cigarettes and just drinking and talking and having fun. And, and I'm not going to wow. go into detail. Well, yeah. Wow. The night is over with. Like we all go and like her cousin sleeps with me in my room and BJ sleeps with her in her room. Blah blah blah. <laughs> A few days later, the whole neighborhood keeps staring at us. Oh jeez. And we found out that the guy to the east of us stood in his window up above in his bedroom. Oh, wow. And videotaped the whole thing. Wow, that's uh, quasi-creepy. Not not gonna lie. Wow. So did you see the video? Did you see the video? No? He wouldn't show you what he wanted to charge you. What was the deal? Uh, no, he told. I think. I think she found out from him. I think he said something to her about it. And you're talking about your roommate Jamie, right? Yes. So this is O three. You're living in Milliken with your roommate Jamie. Wow. So, all right. Fast forward now. So yes. Yeah, so now we've got that out of our system with uh, with that house, and we're back to January of ninety or not ninety of two thousand four. I'm living in Loveland. A snowstorm hits Loveland. And I am talking to Garcia. It was like the third or fourth day of January. So right in the beginning of 2004. I'm laying on my bed. I'm living in the basement on uh, right off at 402 in Loveland. Right down the street from that King Supers. And talking on my Nokia 5150 old school phone. And there's somebody that beeps in. And so I look at the front display. I'm like, who's this? So I click over. I'm like, hello. And on the other end of the line is this very seductive, very sultry, very (laughs) seducing type of voice that says, hi, is Bob there? And I was like, Bob, no. What what are you talking about? She's like, I'm looking for Bob. And he said this is his number. And so that's why I'm calling, right? And I'm not even doing the, the voice justice. I mean, we're talking straight up like penthouse forum style voice. So I'm intrigued, right? I end up talking to this girl for 45 minutes. Completely blow Garcia off on the other line, right? <laughs> Like completely did not did not go back to the conversation. Okay, that's so funny. I end up going driving in a snowstorm over to the Chilson Center right off of Fourth in Loveland, and picking this girl up because she had this little blue like Honda Fit style car. It was like you know those little ones that have like I mean you could like spit on it and it would crumble kind of cars. Hmm. And she was this tiny little like strawberry blonde like. Five, six, 119 pounds, like not my type at all. Okay. But she convinced me that she was lonely and that she would like to hang out. And so, in order for me to hang out with her, I had to come pick her up. So I drove through the snowstorm, went and picked her up, brought her back to my house. And we are sitting on my bed and we're talking, and she's just telling me about her life, and I'm kind of just sharing with hers. And my internal person, right? My my internal spirit is like, 
I, I can hear like in the distance, and this is going to sound weird, but like I can hear in like the distance of my mind, like these bells going off, like these clanging bells. Okay. And I'll be PG when I say this, but she, we're sitting there on the bed and we're talking about, you know, just life and friendship. And we had been there for about an hour and she, the way she was facing me, um, she turned her head to the left and as she rotated her head back towards me, and for that 1,001 second, our eyes connected, like we like eye contact, her eyeballs went slit like, um, like serpent, like snake eyes. She rotated all the way to the right. Like it wasn't like a rotation, like an exorcist rotation. It was just like a left to right look, but that she caught the eye for that second. And then her eyes went like serpent, like lizard looking eyes. Never forget this. I know I wasn't high on anything. I was completely sober. She rotated back and she's like, do you want to sleep together? And I was like, so internally those bells went from like 10 decibels to like 150. No, you know, and I could hear my inner Travis saying, no, get this girl out of your room right now and never, ever talk to her again. And my little kid, fun, having fun side was like, nah, man, this girl wants to hook up, man. Let's hook up. So we ended up hooking up. Yeah. You there? Yeah, I'm listening. Oh, yeah. No, I know you are. I'm, I, I said that for, for dramatic pause. <laughs> so I was still working at Mayflower. And um, so she spent the night. Took her back to her car the next day. She gives me her number. We start chatting. A week later, I'm we, uh, me and uh, what was that guy that worked for Mayflower that did always did the special jobs? Like he was an older gentleman and he always drove the special truck and he got to do all like the um, real like oh, special yeah. jobs. We you hunted, know I'm talking we hunted about. with him. Yeah, you know, but you know who I'm talking about. And yeah. his name will come up and then it'll be My like, brother, oh, that was his name. I'll, I'll get it. My brother knows it off the top. Okay. So him and I are doing a job at Coors Field. We were loading some Glenn's. Lynn? Glenn. Oh, Glenn, yes. I was getting Glenn. ready to text my brother, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. It's Glenn. Glenn, yes. With the glasses. That, that, yep, that's that's the one. I remember Glenn because he found that same phone on my my car like six months later. Anyways, so we're working a job at uh, Coors Field, loading some things into Coors Field, and she calls me. So I said, hey, man, I'm going to go take a break. Go sit down. Talk to this girl that I started dating. He's like, oh, yeah, man, you're good. You know, go take a five-minute break. I go sit down at the, on one of the benches outside of Coors Field, and, and we start talking, and she starts sharing with me some things about her, you know, like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food? Me doing the same thing. Out of the blue, she says to me, I just want to share with you, Travis, that um, as a child, I grew up in a coven. Do you know what a coven is? <laughs> Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you, yes. Asking oh, you, yeah, yes. yeah, I know exactly what that is. So do I. And the second she said it, every hair on my body stood up. She said, my parents were, um, my, my mom was, uh, and my dad were both priests and priestesses um, in the occult, and that's the way I was raised. And I'm literally sitting there, and I remember standing up, and I started pacing and she starts to tell me about some things that she had endured as a kid and, you know, into her teenage years. And they weren't like real graphic, but just things that, you know, she went through. And 
And then she proceeds to tell me that she became a born-again Christian and that she follows or followed it's an international evangelist. His name was Reinhard Blanke. And he did a lot of um, like uh, in evangelism in Africa with a lot of the tribes that uh, practice voodoo and, and witchcraft and those types of things. And so she had hitched her wagon to his star. So... I think it's a good time to uh, take a break and because uh, we're out of time, but I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave take everybody hanging. Bruh, this story gets crazy, and I mean crazy, okay? And um, I would love to share w- about exactly what happened because the process of what happened after this uh, lasted for a year and a half. And I'll say that I ended up changing my phone number and I ended up moving out of that house and um, some some crazy stuff happened. So, but yeah, I think we're out of time for today. Um, so it's 2004, um, living in Loveland, you're living, I think you were still, you might have just been getting ready to move to Greeley. I think you might have, well, not Greeley, um, John, uh, Milliken or Johnstown. Stown, yeah, Greeley. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I don't think you had moved there quite yet. I think you were still with Amanda out in 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 Bobby. Still, I think you were getting ready to. It was either that or you had taken. You were dating that one other girl, and you were living in that apartment where you were like the um, not the office manager. Yeah, that's what it is. Right next to that car was it? Yes. Okay. So you had moved already. Moved back to Milliken or Johnstown, and you were dating that one. I don't remember her name. I want to say it was Chastity or something. No, I had gotten rid of that trailer, and because um, the guy is a long story, uh, and I moved in with Jennifer. Jennifer, yes, Jennifer, and you knew her from high school, I think, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, we used to call her Fur Fur. I had the deepest crush on her for my entire life. I remember that, yes, and you and she had a kid, I think, too. Didn't she have a kid? Yeah, man. We're we're gonna have to touch on that a little bit, unless it's too tender for you. Oh, it's fine. All right. Well, let let's uh, let's save that for next time because I want to hear a little bit more about that because I remember you guys. Yeah, you were running the, uh, you were doing the maintenance for that building right next to the car wash, and then, yeah, and I think you were living there for free because you were the maintenance manager. So correct. See, there's so much more on this journey than good, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So we will call it good today. And uh, pick up this next time. You are listening to TK's A Brigade. I'm your host, TK. With always my best friend, Mr. Chris, a.k.a. Doe. See you next time. Tune in. Check us out. Go like and subscribe. Uh, those that listen that would like to help out, like there is a subscription button. You can subscribe for like 99 That's cents cheap, a month. That's cheap, man. My streaming is like $4 That's not even month. the cost. You can obviously give more, but it would be awesome if, if people would actually, you know, throw down because we'd love to tell you some more stories so check it out go to anchor uh google amazon like and subscribe leave a question or a comment we would love to get your feedback questions will be so awesome until, yes questions are awesome though i agree so don't be shy even the awkward ones because we love answering questions so leave a question or a comment you have been listening to tk's a brigade with your host tk along with his co-host chris Please tune in next time as we continue down the road of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Until next time, peace.